Welcome back to the Career Matters Podcast. This is your host, Nassar Ahmed. This is episode 87 of the Career Matters Podcast. And this episode is part of the A Day in the Life of series. And if you have followed us, or if you have listened to any of the Day in the Life of series episode, you know I bring on uh, uh, interviews, uh, bring on the uh, interviewees or uh, experts uh, from different careers, different profession. We get to learn what they do on a day-to-day basis. Uh, and we also learn what it takes to get started in that career. And for today's episode, for today's A Day in the Life of Series, I'm speaking with uh, someone in the growing field of analytics. Um, our guest is Ram Kumar Ravichandran. He's the Director of Analytics and A-B Testing at Visa. And uh, he'll be sharing his experience. What exactly does the Director of Analytics do? Uh, what does the profession look like? Uh, you know, some of the fun stuff, some of the challenges. Uh, and we'll learn more as we go along. So, hey, Ram Kumar, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Nisar, and everyone in the audience, uh, hello, and uh, thanks for having me here, Nisar. Yeah, before we get into the actual role, I, I, I want everyone to know me and Ram Kumar uh, go back a long ways. We actually went to this, we, we studied in the same university. We were actually classmates. We did our engineering and metallurgy and material science in NIT Trichy, India. So we are re- we have re- we are reconnecting again. I mean, we have reconnected over the past few months, and I saw what he does, and I thought, wow, we have to have him on the show. So first of all, on a personal note, it's a pleasure. Same here, Nisar. Uh, I I know that uh, we connect off and on, but uh, it's been great so far over the past uh, X Y Z years. And uh, I should say that you are someone who is looked up to. Uh, in our circles, and uh, you're always quoted as uh, an inspirational role model. So it's it's a pleasure, and uh, it's uh, fun to be here with you and talk to you here. Thanks for your kind words. And I wanted to also ask this question: Where are you calling from? I'm calling from uh, Fremont in uh, the San Francisco Bay Area, California. Okay. Is it considered San Francisco, or is it like a suburb of San Francisco? It's the suburb of San Francisco. Uh, it's uh, on the east side of the bay. Okay. And something that uh, would trigger uh, Fremont easily is uh, the Seagate uh, manufacturing plant and Tesla are both uh, based out of here. And Facebook okay. is a stone thrown away. Okay. So I was going to ask you this question because you mentioned some tech companies and anybody else, everybody living across the world knows that San Francisco is like a tech hotbed of innovation. I'm going to, and I'm going to ask you a question. Like, can you, could you share with us something, a fun fact about Fremont that most people would not know about? The place that uh, Fremont is, it's, uh, it's something that it was a small town until recently, but then with uh, the tech revolution, it just picked up. It's, mm-hmm. it's huge uh, today for people living in the Bay Area in terms of uh, residence. And, uh, you know, it's, it's fun to be around here. There are two things. One, it's the Mission Peaks. It's among the tallest uh, peaks here in the Bay Area. And uh, many come here for this, you know, trek to about 4,000 feet uh, up. 
and uh, it's a favorite place to uh, just catch up after a long time and uh, i have had uh, you know <laughs> many a trekking with uh, some of my friends who uh, i sin you know got in touch with so one is mission peak and the second one is uh, fremont has a huge indian population so uh, you would see more of india here than uh, even probably india wow that's actually something that i did not know about so that is definitely interesting moving on i mean of course now we want to get into the actual interview and i love i'm there, i know i have a few questions about the role itself but i think it would be useful for the audience to learn a little bit about yourself so why don't you start us off by telling a little bit about yourself and uh, also how you got started in this role great so i am here in visa under the digital product strategy organization i am the director of analytics and ab testing what it means that uh, my role and my team is supposed to help uh, leaders and decision makers with the ability to make effective decisions at scale with confidence and be able to take the learnings from the past into making better and better decisions over time we use a variety of tools and techniques the top four that come into mind are just being able to capture the data any form every form wherever they come from the ability to make sense of what the data says which is the analytics component the ability to stitch it together with uh, the user motivations and intentions that is the survey feedback data and the ability to test out the tactics in the world and you know get to the right decisions or right response by testing it out with the customers is uh, something that we also want to use it uh, repeatedly so our role is uh, is across all these domains and our role is to ensure that we are able to make decisions quickly effectively and confidently that's very interesting and i'm i will be asking more questions more about the role but I, i'm really curious like how did you get into this particular role and how did you end up doing what you're doing today i would uh, break this question into three pieces one would be how did i even land in an analytics role back uh, in 2005 when it was relatively unknown territory uh, the second would be how did i <laughs> manage to stick on with this and finally what has gotten me where i got to and helped yes. me be successful at this role so like any any other teenager in india at that time i got into engineering because uh, someone told me that it will get me settled in life whatever that meant so i got into engineering i had uh, you know gotten into a prestigious uh, institution in india i you know met great folks from across the country some of the smartest minds i had fun i made you know deep meaningful friendships and over the next 3 months i kind of got disillusioned and i decided to coast through my engineering but something happened right around the start of the third year and uh, i would attribute it to the just just being a dreamer and having bad company of folks like uh, you mr nisar ahmed <laughs> and uh, we used to talk about you know making it big in the world or doing something different be- being better at what we do and uh, at the end of all of it you know should have done something that would leave us looking back at our life and feeling that yes we have done something something meaningful so that happened and then you know 
we started dreaming and we started uh, trying our ways to do something better and you know that led to something like you know the group discussion helps that we we used to provide to our friend circle it would be uh, just about you know having a new and uh, different way of uh, technical symposiums it would be a better way of uh, managing a cultural event things like that but even then i didn't know what i wanted to do with my life i was clueless i had no direction i did not know where i'm going towards so then you know fourth year came and uh, our campus hiring season began i just coasted through the placement season again but uh, there was one interesting thing that happened so uh, the indian market was on the upswing and uh, the fruits of globalization were really hitting home so new industries new technologies new way of doing things uh, started happening even in india too and bangalore became the hot bed of innovation and then this new company with strange name called modelitics showed up and said that we do processing engineering we do analytics we do this we do that and yes i mean by then i had to get a i had to get a job because <laughs> uh, it it was you know getting late uh, by the nit standards and uh, you know i had to get into a job somehow i knew that i didn't want to get into the technical roles which is the core engineering or even it i wanted something else but i had no choice i had to get into something i somehow cracked this uh, but during the process i realized that uh, i actually love i love this company and the promise that it made to its consumers and uh, to the prospective employees so i gave it a shot i got in and that is how i began here so now the second part of the journey how did i manage to stick in the job and stay in that uh, domain for so long so it was almost <laughs> a scary uh, beginning because the moment i walked into the company on day 1 i realized that i had no clue no clue what it uh, does i had no clue uh, why companies would pay so much money to get something done and i had no idea about you know statistical modeling saas or anything all i knew was that this was a way to do better problem solving and to help uh, the companies manage their customer experience better it's only after a month of hard work during the orientation classes that i realized that uh, i'm not going to survive if i you know try to coast here and this is something that i like so i have to you know figure out what it is and how it uh, helps anyone and that's how the real meaningful uh, pursuit began so there were days when i would sit in the office up until 4 am and you know checking online on what statistical modeling meant what is predictive analytics what saas what hypothesis testing what's this what's that and the more i learned the more i realized that this is an amazing way to solve problem solve problems at scale and to know things that nobody else would know and yes it involved statistics it involved math it involved coding it involved so much more beyond what i had ever learned and the orientation classes were just the start i had to figure out you know how to do all this well and i had to do it quickly so right around that time i was also suffering on my job like anyone who had no clue about what they were doing uh, i had I, i was suffering on my job and that's when my manager said something he said uh, dude i know that you are not uh, doing really well but 
I see what you're doing. I see the passion that you're bringing to the job every day, the amount you're learning. And I know that you know things more than uh, most of the others who are doing it, you know, doing well here. So I, I want you to know that uh, uh, my belief is that in the first phase of your career, you should focus on learning and earning will automatically follow. So that one liner uh, from my boss at that time, Girish Subramanian, helped set the stage. And uh, true enough, uh, over the next year, year and a half, I learned so much and I did so well that I got the award for best performing employee. And ever since then, that foundation, that passion uh, helped me grow in my career through various different industries, different geographies, different companies. And everywhere I saw that uh, analytics is something that's that's meaningful, that's helpful, and that's so powerful that it can change the face of things like, like, you know, like it, just like it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, that's, that's the belief, that's the passion that has kept me going. And uh, how did I arrive at Visa? So it, it was again, you know, in retrospect, like Steve Jobs says, whatever happens, happens for a reason. So I kept uh, going from companies to companies, industries to industries, learning about things and then connecting the dots, expanding both uh, uh, vertically and uh, horizontally, meaning learning more and more about analytics and also learning about uh, the sister disciplines, testing, research, data, leadership, management, and uh, being able to bring it all together under one umbrella to drive the maximum possible impact and sustainably. And that's how I got to Visa, where I was given the chance by my uh, manager at that time to come here to set the stage for analytics, create a roadmap and grow the organizations through the analytics maturity curve. Yeah, that's that's an amazing story. One of the big takeaways here is you've had a non-linear career path. You started, uh, I shouldn't say accidentally, it was one of those things that just happened, but now you've taken that career and you're an epitome of what I, we try to show at careermedis.com is on our site and all the articles is once you start off on a good job, how do you build a career and to get to a level like you have done? So you have epitomized that very well. Uh, you did bring about a good point also when you spoke about data-driven and I truly agree, we do live in a data-driven world, whether it's marketing, whether it's hiring, whether it is customer service, that's where the world is. And I think that's the reason analytics is an exciting field. So if the audience is wondering, I wanted to, I wanted you help to help them understand what, what does a day-to-day look like for someone in your role? Like what does a director of analytics do day in, day out? Sure. Uh, my role is uh, two ways. It's uh, 70% leadership and 30% hands-on. And I'm calling this explicitly because at this level, it's more about coming in with a vision, a strategy, a direction, and be able to stitch together things that happen uh, in different parts of the team to ensure that the whole is bigger than the sum. And I think, you know, this is crucial because like, uh, you know, anyone says, if, if you have two armies fighting with each other, one is uh, an army of lion led by a goat and uh, the other side it's uh, the army of a uh, army of goats led by a lion i think uh, uh, the second one is going to win so that's it's incredibly crucial and you have tremendous responsibility to both your team and the organization and customers to play that role of someone who brings together 
the different awesome folks that are out there doing great job to uh, be much more than what they individually would have done and that's that's my role that's the 70% thing and then there is a 30% hands on so i'm going to start with the hands on first so that you have a better sense of uh, what it means so we own three big areas one is uh, the strategy analytics the second one is the conversion rate optimization and the third one is life cycle management so if you cut through the acronyms all it's about is telling the organization what to do what's the customer's uh, expectation and aspiration what type of experiences should we get in the market uh, how do we ensure that we are able to successfully roll it out in the market and be able to work through uh, the different nuances out there what will the day one uh, day one scenario look like uh, the second aspect is once we do get the product in the market how will it grow where will it go uh, how do we ensure that uh, we get adopted by the customers how do we ensure that we give them good enough experience every time they uh, interact with our product and the third thing is how do we give them such a wonderful experience that they not only love the product but they come back over and over to use that so those are the three big pillars so the strategy is knowing where to go and why to go uh conversion rate optimization is to ensure that we give them good enough experience that they have good memory and the third one is uh, ensuring that they not only recall us when they see us but uh, they proactively come and use us wherever they have a chance to use us so that's the life cycle management so that's on the hands on side on the leadership side so two things my leadership style would be transformative which is uh, what i said that is knowing what needs to be done ensuring that we have clear expectations ownership the success criteria trade off and all that and uh, telling them that you know go ahead test and learn and become better along the way the third thing is the leadership philosophy which is i go by the john maxwell's uh, statement that you should uh, know the way go the way show the way but i also added one more thing uh, there based on my own personal example get out of the way so it's 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 just that i need to be there i need to learn good enough about the problem the approach the domain do it once myself twice myself and uh, you know do it well enough so that so that i learn enough uh, to help my team whenever they encounter a problem but then also be humble and truthful enough to you that you know that you know if you empower and enable your team they are going to do it much better than you so you know when to get out of the way and let them you know become better at uh, you know doing this yeah that's uh, that's amazing i mean it sounds like you got your hands full with multiple different tasks on your side plus managing your team different tasks as well of all the things that you do in your role what do you enjoy the most as an analyst i get to be smug jackass and uh, <laughs> i am protected from <laughs> the consequences so let me explain uh, by smug jackass i mean that analytics give you the luxury to see things that others don't see and to see things happen before others even come to know about it because you know you are able to look at the numbers you are able to connect the dots across multiple different uh, domains different aspects of the ecosystem you are able to stitch them together and see the bigger picture so you know that's where i come up with the smug jackass because you can uh, you can go back to your leadership and say that oh wow uh see uh, we always knew you were going to do great and these are the numbers to support you 
and uh, your uh, claims so that's uh, the smug jacket and sometimes you know if you don't like someone you can go back and tell them that dude you failed and i told you so <laughs> so every role i've i've had this interviews there's there's also the flip side where there are some things in their day to day or even what they do they don't enjoy so what do you say what would you say are the some of the things that you you find challenging or you do not enjoy about the role uh, there's a long laundry list yes uh, like anything out there in the world there is both a good side and uh, a not so fun side so on the not so fun side the biggest problem is uh, it's very difficult to put your finger on what analytics is and part of it is uh, our own fault meaning the analytics community because slowly and steadily anything and everything data started being called analytics and uh, you know analysts just you know started supporting that because you know it was like we have to get the new uh, shiny thing so everything from just data collection to be a database operator to be a reporting guy to be an analyst guy a business analytics guy or a decision sciences guy or a machine learning guy or ai guy everything was analytics and uh, if you go and type in the analytics keyword on indeed you will get 15000 resumes everything you know saying that it's relevant to analytics and some of it may have nothing to do uh, even remotely with uh, the true blue analytics component so that's a pain because first you cannot you know define what it is the value add and you know create a job family around that and things like that but but the good thing is that it's changing every day and the gap between doing an analysis and having an actionable insight and actually doing something about it the gap is shrinking day every day every day every day and every day so that's how uh the management information system the mis reports became business analytics which became statistical model which became a data science job uh, of you know bringing in uh, unstructured data which became machine learning which is you know automated scheduled uh, sort of doing things and then finally in today in ai so all in all in good direction but it's very hard to place a finger so that's problem number one definition the second one is uh, analytics is at a weird intersection i mean it's not weird it's the core value proposition but yes it is somewhat weird for people who are here and who want to get a handle on things so the it's it's broad it's it's uh, the liaison between technology and business it has all kinds of dependencies it is supposed to uh, stitch together what's happening in marketing with what's happening in product with what's happening in sales and operations finance risk and what not so it's that central place where everything comes and it means that you are dependent on everyone to do your job you are dependent on uh, product to help marketing and uh, to help uh, operations you are dependent on risk so it's it's broad scope broad responsibility and it sometimes you know makes it difficult to either get things done or the flip side is when uh, it something works it's Uh, it's very difficult for you to get the recognition and if something breaks if, uh, all the fingers are pointed at you meaning you know broad responsibility broad scope sometimes you know breeding ground for politics the third thing is uh, analytics is sometimes viewed as purely support function versus a strategy function so it doesn't get budget support it, uh, it's sometimes you know difficult to get uh, funding and investment 
so our own experience and learning has been that we should not be good just in analytics and testing or research we also need to be much better uh, in our sales and ux roles so we have to be everything that we were born to be but we also need to be better at sales and ux to actually flourish in this role and grow thanks for being so transparent because you know usually when you hear about a particular career it's it's not always the reality is it's not always uh rose uh, you know the uh, what they say is it's always it's not always a greener pasture there's always challenges but it's always good to know so if someone getting into the role can prepare uh which brings me to my next question is after listening to this someone says you know what uh, i know this field is really hot right now i want to get into the space i want to one day become uh, end up like ram kumar what do you recommend how does someone get started uh there are many ways and i'm going to uh, take a quick pause there and reinforce that analytics is a great place to be at and you know by next year or the year after everything might be ai and machine learning but uh, it's still it's still an excellent uh, place to be at with whatever challenges i just mentioned so yes we should all give it serious thought and uh, i mean if if i were to vision the utopia it would not be a huge you know organization of like 500 analysts helping an organization of 2000 people it would be that uh, every individual person in the company 2000 people everyone is an analyst at the heart and that's what the utopia is going to be so with that let's actually take your question of uh, how do we get into the space and how do we survive thrive and grow there is an aspect to this it's because it's so broad it's so wide you have to be a master of all trades and that uh, means that you have to be good at four distinct things that you have to be good at math and stat you need to be uh, very good at coding you need to have uh, the interest in the domain uh, the value proposition of the company you should uh, just let the company soak into you your dna and finally you should know how what where and when uh, your stakeholders internal uh, decision makers and external customers think because that's how you are going to be able to tell a story that appeals to them so you have to be a master in all of these that's how you are going to do well the second aspect is more softer it's about you know just knowing that it's a broad industry and that keeps changing every day that keeps evolving and getting better and better and better which means that you have to keep learning about everything from the front end data even tagging the data engineering the analytics the uh, user research market research components ab testing slash experimentation artificial intelligence slash machine learning and finally you have to also be able to know product development product marketing and product management because all of these are getting productized and commoditized every day the last thing is going to be about the sales and the ux component so you have to also keep learning these two sides of the world to be able to really do well in the job and keep growing uh, one more thing before we get off this topic is that in my own personal life i got to where i got to because i had some great mentors i had some inspirational uh, role models both at peer level people who report to me and people who 
i look up to who i work for and uh, you know there's also the component of strong network where you learn from others and you able to you you are able to give back to so you know i'm going to name a few people here uh, just because you know it makes more real for you and i so uh, my first boss uh, girish subramanian the boss uh, who got me uh, in paypal and who got me to us and who was uh, who was the liners who protected our cup but uh, also you know told them that you better do your job or else so priyanka jain uh, puneet who's like uh, <laughs> my career's godfather he uh, he is the one who showed me that analytics uh, research and testing could be a powerful entity together and who uh, whose model i stole and i'm trying to replicate here in visa and uh, you know there was a guy called uh, nitin chanduka who was so difficult but such an amazing genius that you know he inspired me every day to become uh, better and better at my job and learn more and more and do uh, better and better i have uh, folks here in my team currently you know all four of these guys you know roger sofia yash uh, murli and whoever so everyone each of these guys they report to me but they have uh, kept me on my toes every day inspired me to do better and better and actually catch up to them and stay ahead of them so it's 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 all these things it's being a master of the trade it's uh, being humble and knowing that uh, you need to learn uh, to do better and better and have inspirational role models to look up to these are the things that uh, i think is going to help us uh, do well in the in this space and grow okay actually actually you did cover my next question about what what someone needs to be successful but i'm just i want to go back to the question is if someone wants to get started is there a is there a career path do they get started by uh, picking up these skills or i'm i'm just curious so uh, that's an interesting question because uh, up until recently this uh, industry was unstructured so formal degrees didn't matter as much i am not uh, a statistician by education and nor is uh, anyone that or most of the folks that i have worked with who's a statistician or even a data scientist to begin with uh, just uh, the core skills of uh, good reasoning skills math and you know uh, coding and domain acumen helped but mm-hmm. recently the industry had started consolidating and putting in structure around this so if you go in and uh, type masters in analytics or data science you would get uh, pretty good colleges uh, in the list you would get uh, the north carolina state university you would get northwestern stanford has some courses and then you have the whole book uh, ecosystem the uh, courses are the udemy and udacity mm-hmm. so yes if someone is uh, sitting on the fence or looking in from outside i would say you know start with uh, the courses on uh, udemy or udacity to get a foothold to get a good understanding but uh, then uh, explain what it is how they do their job uh, how they solve problems uh, from the conferences the meetups and other places so it's it's going to be a combination of things you, you can do your masters in analytics and data science or even operations research or just uh, you know go read up uh, the case studies uh, listen to others who solve the problem being they done that and you know just uh give your best shot in in the role that you are in what you are doing and slowly and steadily uh start you know entering this space so uh there isn't a clear path i mean you can go with formal degree but uh, if 
if you are you know doing good analytics and you are leveraging analytics to do your own job and uh, responsibilities better and better that gives you a foothold in the space actually that is very thorough explanation i really enjoy, really like that thank you thank you for being so thorough uh, you talked about the path to a role in analytics where does the path take them after what is the let someone someone get started today you know they did all the things that you recommended where can they go from there so uh, one of the thing that has happened is that you have competitions like kaggle so let's say you go to uh, kaggle you uh, solve something and then you get into the uh, attention span of the recruiting uh, recruiting uh, companies the hiring managers and so on and slowly and steadily uh, people get you into the industry so that's one way the second way is to keep an eye out for the roles that are out there and uh, you know start applying start uh, reaching out to the network uh, connect with people at meetups and conferences uh, share ideas you know uh, present uh, you know present your solutions uh, download the data set that's publicly available online do an interesting analysis write a post on linkedin that gets you uh, the that gets you in the mind share so things like that so you can do both active and uh, passive selling and you can do uh, active and passive search Uh, all with the goal that you get into the space and do things and now uh, also please keep in mind that analytics is not just analytics analytics is data science analytics is machine learning analytics is also the foundation for ai so if you have any organization whether you are a student or you are an entrepreneur or you are a product manager you are a sales guy you are uh, operations you are ux you can use analytics in uh, in your day to day job you can uh, do some analytics and make your product better your experience better you can optimize your sales pipeline you can do so much more so it's it's uh, all about how you use analytics to do what you do better okay that is very useful as well um, i i think uh, we we have got a lot of grounds here a lot of ground here uh, ram kumar and uh, appreciate you sharing all this wisdom we are coming to the towards the end of the interview uh before we wrap up uh any last words anything any final uh ideas or piece of advice that you would like to give the audience sure uh i just want to say one thing i i think you know like the hippocratic oath analytics domain should have its own oath too and i took a stab at it once and i think everyone who is uh, wanting to be an analyst or you know wants to use analyst at uh, some level in the organization should should think of it this way it should be that uh, you know we we swear we swear our allegiance to our customers the company the shareholders our team uh, the peers and the analytics community and uh, we should remember that if we do the right by all these folks it will all come back to me as uh, them doing right to me and uh, you know we have to ensure that we have a responsibility to our customer success and we go way above and beyond as a second nature to ensure that they succeed we do the job in a way that our company succeeds and grows we need to do things in a way that uh, our leadership shine and are able to be successful we need to invest in uh, the development of uh, the team 
and our peers and you know bask in the glory of having been a reason for their success and finally we need to ensure that we give back to the analytics community in learning in ideas in thought in in any way and every way we can and all of this will bring us to uh, the nirvana and the fact that it will all come back to us as good karma wow that is so original because i've never had anybody do this <laughs> so that is that is amazing like the hippocratic oath an oath for the analytics but what i really loved was it is all out out it was not self centered it was all customer centric company centric uh, i think that is amazing it, it is so original thanks for sharing that ram thank you and once and behalf of all the uh, audience i also wanted to share you for uh, once again one last time thanks for sharing all the ideas uh, we learned a lot thank you so much it was fun being here and uh, it's uh, great being here and uh, being able to share my thoughts thank you for having me thank you folks for joining yet another episode of the career matters podcast uh, if you enjoy this episode if you learn something new feel free to post a comment or a review and if you really really loved it definitely go ahead and share this amongst your network Until next time this is Nisar Ahmed your host for the Career Matters podcast thank you